0: Welcome to three car garage. Hello, Uh, my name is Rick. My co host is uh, James. James runs a blog called well driven, which is fantastic. Go and check it out. I'm a automotive photographer. Have you got anything you want to add?
1: No, that's it really. So yeah, Um, welcome to three car garage.
0: So what is going to be the premise of our podcast we're creating?
1: I think is to have unique scenarios every episode where we set parameters in which we need to select three cars we'd want to live with within those parameters and then justify our choices.
0: I think we're going to use the medium of uh, auto trader, um, a bit of piston heads a dash uh, of eBay uh, A dash of eBay, <laughs> and probably some new car sites as well. Maybe play around with some configurators think we may have to do that for some of the uh yeah
1: the later episodes i think
0: yes definitely so hopefully we're going to get some cool guests on we've i'm I'm not going to i don't want to drop any names at the moment but we've spoken to some let's say automotive celebrities
1: pretty high profile in that world
0: yeah there's, there's a few kind of high profile guys in in the car scenes so watch this space with those and yeah i'm going to be Umming and erring all the time as we bumble our way through this first through this first podcast episode. I think
1: it just shows that we're genuine.
0: And yeah. Script. Yeah. And I, I this hope is,
1: this is off the bat.
0: Yeah, I hope that comes across. Sorry if you hear typing and clicking in the background because I will be looking at my computer and my car choices. I did a little bit of research.
1: Ooh, um, cheating! I was I was caught unaware. I may have wait, to oh. jump in also with the clicking oh, yeah, and typing.
0: Get on it, get on it.
1: We, we, we really need some kind of Google bitch, but that'll come in the future.
0: Yes. And the dog, oh, the yeah. dog just can't quite cut it yet. No, no. Oscar, bless him, is not um, not great with a mouse so far. I've been trying to train him, but he just tends to, like, bat it around a bit. So this first episode, we decided on a 60K budget kind of unrestricted we've given ourselves a lot of leeway with this one you can have new or used i have been quite lazy and only stuck to auto trader i think it's the
1: best one for this kind of thing just to get started yeah. if, if yeah, we start think... looking at multiples we could spend all week just looking at cars and i'm sure oh, like, yes we have we have day jobs
0: well <laughs> i mean what what i hope will happen going forward is maybe at the end of each episode we set next week's but what I'd really like is for if we do ever get any listeners, which would be amazing. High potential listeners. Yeah, Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, family. And people that just <laughs> feel really sorry for me. <laughs> if we, Oh, when let's go with when, when we get listeners. Yep. I would hope they would message in or, or just leave a comment or something like that about like potential future shows. What, what, what would you like our parameters to be for three car garages what would you like us to ask our guests for the parameters to be that would be a good one as well
1: i think also it'd be nice to throw in some of their ideas their suggestions either from the previous episode that we could maybe go through absolutely any yeah. particularly good ones
0: yeah and, um, fantastic
1: and yeah get more and more people involved in interactive style i think that'd yeah. Be really fun. yeah i i agree so it was a yeah. good start
0: let's let's uh, let's let's have a look at what's your first choice well, this is the thing. So,
1: for me, when I look at these three car garages, I'm always like, what would I use them for? Do I just want three random cars that I really want, in which case picking three is almost impossible? Or do I look for hmm. one I want to use for weekends, like a proper thrashing it around the B roads, one to put the dog in, and then another one for the daily commute, which makes it always a bit easier for me.
0: Yeah, I think I've more or less gone along the same lines. Um, yeah. I mean, not being an actual dog owner, more of a dog sitter, the dog thing doesn't come into play, but certainly size is important. I I have a lot of um, gear I carry around when I'm taking photos and things like that. So that that always plays a factor in in my car choices. Yeah. Let's hear your first one. I feel very
1: on the spot right now. You should.
0: You should. This is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is it. There's no preparation. This is just straight in there.
1: Absolutely. So, with my first choice, it's going to be fairly obvious for me. It's the one for the dog. It's the big one with a brand I love that I've had many bad times with, but I still love them. Got to be a late L322 Range Rover Vogue. Oh. It's probably autobiography, I feel. Oh, nice choice. Because I want that shiny ivory leather and the two-way... TV screen.
0: I mean, the two-way TV screen is an amazing thing. My only question would be: being a dog owner and having ivory leather. Now, you should put dogs in the boot, but I was no, going to say, no. no my... <laughs> so my dog lives
1: in a in a. It doesn't live in a cage. Before anyone gets all <laughs> She she has a crate in the back oh, of the car. Tra-
0: travels in a cage.
1: Yeah, she travels in a crate, so that kind of keeps because she's only small. So she doesn't need the whole boot anyway. Okay. Um, And I feel like I cheated a bit on this because we used to have an L322, Range Over Vogue, that we used for transporting our dogs around, and that did have the ivory leather. But it was in a shocking state when we sold it. So you're probably right with the black leather.
0: As you know, I I do have an L322 with black leather. It's nice. It hides a lot of sins. Like, the black leather is... uh... Very wipe clean, but doesn't stain. <laughs> oh, I... well, I my mum say, has a dirty dog.
1: Less about those uh, late night lay by stops, the better. Oh, well,
0: know? yeah, there's some of those. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so well, I, I, the one I found, or the ones I found, are around about the 18K. Okay. So that gets me a 2010, which I think is the best looking year for this particular model.
0: Yeah. The yeah, last facelift. Yeah, it's got the smaller or, headlights at the front, hasn't it? It's quite, yeah. it's quite a good looking truck.
1: It's got the smaller rear lights as well. Yeah. The first of the full L C um, D centre binnacles and things. So it's just
0: yeah.
1: for its it was replaced in what, two thousand fourteen? It's kind of a final run out.
0: Yes. So yeah, it was around then. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, I think that's, a... that's that's my first
1: choice. And I say the, the main reason is I, I love Land Rovers, I love Range Rovers especially. They're mm. bloody comfy to be in. You can yes, drive all over the place in it and never get tired of it. And yeah, like like you, I like a lot of stuff around. I've got family over in the most westerly of wales and every time we go there we tend to take half the house with us so the bigger the better and if you're going to do it you may as well do it in comfort
0: absolutely they are fantastic haulers you can just get so much in the back of a Range Rover
1: that's it and every time I've broken down in one I've been really comfy when I'm waiting for recovery so <laughs> yes
0: yeah that's, that's, that's a very point. good point
1: you know I'm, I'm being honest here and practical about this it's yeah they, they they're not they're not perfect but that's kind of why I like them
0: yeah, I agree. That's a, a very strong choice. So, I'm going to pitch my first choice, which is also my cheapest choice to you. It comes in at £9,500. You are a cheap date. I am a cheap date. It is a Jaguar XKR 4.2 2-door. Well, obviously, it's a 2-door because it's an XKR. So, you've
1: seen a we're coupe here.
0: Yes, yeah, coupe. Not overly dog friendly or gear friendly but my god what a lovely car so you talking about the
1: what what year is it sorry
0: uh it is a 2006 oh so it's a new shape one new shape supercharged 4.2 liter it's got quite high mileage the one i'm looking at and it has ivory leather which i'm not a massive fan of but um otherwise great looking car absolute bargain Room for four people, apparently. I'm looking at a picture of the uh, rear seats now. I don't think I would get in there. <laughs> to, um, to be
1: honest, if your kids don't have
0: legs, they're fine. Yeah, yeah that's, that would be a problem for me to get into. But no, this is this is a nice-looking car, actually. What does the description say about it? Does it have a description?
1: I mean, I'm assuming there's a an old smoking jacket in the
0: boot. Uh, yeah, I believe cigar on. Stains yeah. on the leather. And a, and a cravat. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, th- I think you get issued with a pipe the moment you buy one. So the description is this is what they say about the Jaguar XKR. The Jaguar at its best, one of the most beautiful, desirable, and dynamically impressive sports coupes available anywhere in the world. A four point two supercharged engine is another level of performance. It is difficult to describe just how fast this Jaguar is with a naughty 0- to 60 or i It says it's difficult to describe just how fast this Jaguar is, but then goes on to describe just how fast it is.
1: It's pretty so, explanatory, isn't it, really? Yeah. Around five seconds. Yeah. Fast.
0: Yeah. But, I tell you what, for, for a snip under 10 grand, I think that's a bargain.
1: I think Jaguars in general are the bargain of the decade, century, or whatever. No. If someone said to me they were thinking about buying a Jaguar, I'd first of all ask them if they have a mortgage and children yes and as long as they say no to both of those i would just say just just go into it
0: Yep, i
1: absolutely adore jaguars they're very close to my heart anyway because we've Mm. got my family have had a few i've had i've had three no i've had two sorry and i just i think they're bloody brilliant
0: yep i drove a
1: so the new this this new shape XKR you're looking at i i took a xk but the five litre and that's okay. a one to Silverstone Classic a couple of years ago. oh wow, and um I had it for about three months and because uh, I was selling it on behalf of my stepfather actually okay and he moved away and it was just so nice to be in. You've got that kind of Aston Mantell-y look without climb yep. a knob yeah of course know, sells insurance it was just and it was smooth. <laughs> the engine's lovely, those ZF gearboxes are pretty bombproof and this look they look so good i I was really sad when they stopped making them.
0: Yeah, initially when they came out, I wasn't sold. But the older they've got, maybe the older I've got, they have grown on me.
1: Yeah, I found the first shape was dodgy at the start. Might be because, again, because I was younger and thought it didn't look that cool. Yeah. And then it's aged wonderfully. And now, I mean, I spent most of this afternoon looking at the previous shape, 4.2 coupes, on auto trailer thinking, they're yeah. not bad money right now.
0: No, they're not. It's a lot of car for the money as well.
1: It is. And they're just... They're just cool now i think they've 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 got that cool like chic factor that they they might have struggled to have before in a world where everyone's getting f types and 911s and stuff like that something a bit older, is just a bit cooler
0: i'm inclined to agree
1: i think they're more of a conversation car than um than the f type which is a great car by the way i love the f type i have not had the pleasure of driving an f type yet they're they're brilliant no need for the v8 the v6 is the one to get oh really yeah definitely the v8 is too noisy it is it's not a huge change in power. It's just a lot of bark.
0: Sure. Actually, no, I didn't drive it. I ha- I had a very long passenger ride in one from Kensington in London to Goodwood.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's a nice drive.
0: It was a pleasant drive, yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, it wasn't the most comfortable because this was the... It was the F-Type V8, but like the... Um,
1: the SVR-Type.
0: Yeah, in fact, it may well have been an SVR, but I just remember it had distinctly hard suspension, and a lot of the roads around Goodwood aren't well-surfaced, shall we
1: say. <laughs> no, uh, I, I totally agree with you
0: there. So yeah, it made for a made for a, quite a bumpy ride. Um, but, I mean, it sounded good. It was a fantastic soundtrack to arrive to. Yeah, Jaguars, great cars.
1: They are. It's very British so far. This, this it
0: is it, very British. I, I think it's going to get worse.
1: Well, <laughs> I, was, I was tempted to jump in with another one, but I think I've changed my mind and I'm going to go with the Germans now. Okay. And so, I've,
0: what have you got for me?
1: So, my next one is still quite pricey. Again, it's another £17,000. But it's a Mercedes CL63 AMG.
0: Oh, good choice.
1: So, your S-Class, minus two doors. Yeah. Um just i just think they're cool
0: they are cool they're, they're underrated
1: sell. that's it they're underrated they're understated you get so much bang for your buck they've got that awesome 6.2 liter v8 in it and they come with a full like home stereo system and tv It's Absolutely. like being in the living room at 150 yep. miles an hour and um yeah i think they're great i wanted one for ages i think they're just mm. a really really cool car
0: yeah i i do like a c63 i think they're very nice i've seen a lot of them go around a track and um yeah, they just—they sound absolutely brutal. There's so much engineering that's gone into getting that exhaust note just so. Really like it. Really like everything AMG have done with it as well.
1: Well, I see because this is the CL, so it's the the bigger of the coupes, you know, the the, the big grand yeah. animal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But the thing I like about the AMGs of the past that they didn't have sports exhaust buttons or anything like that. They were just this is this is the engine. This is the exhaust. Yeah. This is the noise. This
0: is how it sounds.
1: Yeah, this is an absolute muscle car. You can have your nice and. Uh, agile bmw m car or you can just throw a hammer at everything with an A, I uh, i
0: have this dislike for calling german muscle cars true muscle cars because they actually yes. work really hard on their handling uh, yeah <laughs> and for me a muscle car should be incredibly fast in a straight line but just awful like <laughs> the moment the bend appears Like, you you need to be slowing down to, like, 25, 30 miles an hour. Then you can take your corner and then get up to ridiculous speed again.
1: Probably on drum brakes. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be... That is...
1: Rear rear leaf springs, you know, that kind of... uh... Yeah.
0: I mean, it really surprised me they didn't opt to do that with the Hellcat. Drum brakes, leaf springs, you know, proper old-school muscle car.
1: I think those days are gone, though. Yes, I suspect so. Probably for the best, if if you actually buy one, but... uh... Yeah, no, spark.
0: yeah I, I still think most of my muscle cars are probably lethal in the wet, but yeah, it makes for an entertaining drive for sure.
1: But, but going back to CL, I guess the, the main, one of the main reasons I love this is because, again, it's like the Range Rover. You can sit in it, you can fill it up and then drive to the other side of the country without breaking a sweat, without getting a sore back, without being tired or anything, because they just eat up motorway miles. But yeah. at the same time, it's an absolute animal. It is. It's yeah, it really. five hundred brake horsepower plus, whopping yeah. great V eight. No superchargers, no turbochargers, just good old fashioned power and a hell of a lot of racket as well. But when you look at it, they're so understated compared to the C class or the E class or anything else. They're they're just. I think they're really really cool. And they say you can drive one around and no one will know what kind of prat's behind the wheel until you Shh. put your foot down, which which I love because. that's oh, yeah, it. yeah
0: yeah yeah. It's it's it almost becomes a sleeper. That's you it. Know.
1: You know how I like to hide behind things, and that's a good car to yes, hide behind.
0: Yes, <laughs> Yeah, That's very true. I'm going to weigh in now with my SUV. I have a feeling we're going to pick one of each of very similar cars. So I, I have picked, and I found a Land Rover Defender 110. Nice. Is the 2.5 TD5, listed as a county double cab, but this is actually a Tomb Raider edition.
1: Ah, so it's the. Has it got the, the roll bar and it's the vinyl the bar, rear cover? The,
0: heights, the vinyl rear cover. It's got all the extra checker plate. And it has only done 69,000 miles. It's listed as having six seats, which is interesting. I didn't think the front of those had bench seats, but maybe there's one strapped in the back. 25 grand, or a pound under, in fact, 24.999. That
1: That's, seems mildly reasonable.
0: That is actually pretty reasonable, yeah.
1: Given the way Land Rover Defender prices are skyrocketing now. They
0: absolutely are. And uh, this is like one of the true special editions. The yeah. prices of these went ballistic after the Tomb Raider movie. This is just a really nicely presented truck. Uh, I'd be
1: very interested to see what happens to the prices when the new ones finally unveiled.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about Land Rover when they announce the death of the Defender sort of said that they weren't going to bring it back with the Defender name. Yeah. Um, And I'm... Sorry, I'm just having a look at the pictures of this, trying to work out where the sixth seat is, and I just cannot (laughs) see it. (laughs) Um... Does it have seats in the back, like in in the in, it, the, in the cab? It's, it's got a bench that... seat in the back, but it only looks like three. I mean, you could only get three ricks across there.
1: That is the international measure, measure for the it ricks is. car is how yeah. many ricks can this car take? How
0: many ricks will fit in there? That that only has that only has five seats. This Defender is it's it's before what is known as the Puma Defender which is where it had all its interior rehashed a little to make it a little more comfier for taller people. They moved the seats back and up slightly. Um, so this is a proper agricultural spec Defender. Probably doesn't have aircon. Definitely doesn't have cruise control, although can be retrofitted. It's just cool. I like to think that Angelina Jolie was involved with every single one in some way. That would definitely tip me into buying it. You know, Maybe she just brushed it gently. She went went down the production line and just stroked each one a little bit. I would, um...
1: So not involved in the way Victoria Beckham was involved in the Range Rover Evoke, More, she like sat in it.
0: Oh, God, uh, instantly yeah. added
1: value to it. If she
0: sat in it, yeah, I mean that that would be. Uh, I'd I'd buy it now. Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'd just click the
0: little button, buy that now. And yeah, to Ooh. be honest, it's,
1: it's tempting to do that anyway. They're so they're so bloody cool. The only problem I yeah. have is they, they're monstrously uncomfortable.
0: Oh god, yes. You wouldn't want to do a long journey in it. No, but you would be very cool pulling into any Land Rover show. Yes, because I don't think they made an awful lot of the Tomb Raider editions. Um... No,
1: I've not seen them. I've seen a few available on for sale in the past when I was sniffing yeah. off defenders, but um, they're always well out of my budget.
0: But they are, as you say, incredibly uncomfortable for long journeys. And I'm always a touch impressed when I see farmers that just drive them every day and don't really think anything about it. I don't think I could do it myself. Whenever I,
1: whenever I see a farmer driving a battered Defender that he's had since new and it has got 300k on the clock, I always think, I wonder what, how you'd feel sat in a Mercedes just for a day. Yeah, do so you reckon they even even know what a decent car feels like? <laughs> so I mean, they, like? They just live in this world where all cars feel like a Defender. Therefore, they'll just keep the Defender.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very true. Mind you, they, they sit in tractors, don't they? So, yeah, oh, I mean, you sat a the tractor. I I have. Sat, when I was very young, I drove a combine harvester.
1: Yeah, same actually. Was,
0: um, yeah, we we had a farm over the road from where I grew up, and um, yeah, the farmer used to combine the field behind the house. Being a young boy he would take an interest in it, and one day let me drive the combine harvester. So that that was um, that was very exciting for me.
1: <laughs> but a, tra- a tractor is definitely more comfortable than a Defender.
0: Oh, you know, I like. would have. To, I think. I think I would agree. Like I've I've seen inside tractors, it's,
1: and it's the 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 way the seats move.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah.
1: the cab stays still, but the seat bounces up and down, and it's it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, quite a piece of engineering. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: Defender defender's a solid choice, literally. Um, it, it is, yeah. It's so great. My other half tried to kill me in the Defender a few months ago. Excellent. Only a 90. Uh, uh,
0: Land Rover uh, Experience, Experience Day? Or...
1: Yeah, it was one over in... Um, I can't remember the name of the place. Up near Kettering.
0: Oh. Um,
1: near Kelmarsh Rockingham,
0: Hall. Rockingham Castle.
1: No, no it, it wasn't a Land Rover one. It was a um, private one. But it was up oh. near Kelmarsh Hall.
0: Yep, yeah. it was uh,
1: yeah. it was it was it was my stepbrother's twenty first birthday and we did a day of clay pigeon shooting, quad biking and, and off roading.
0: Fantastic.
1: And there's a very, very steep hill you have to climb in the defender. And uh I was sat in the back where and in just in well, basically on a bench in the back where there's no seat belts or anything, yep, just clinging course. onto the roof. And uh the instructor just told Jess, plant it when you get to this point and it should take you to the top. And she was just there with her foot planted on the accelerator, wheel spinning, wheel spinning. All of a sudden, it launches over the top of this crest. The guy is frantically shouting, take your foot off, take your foot off. And she's just laughing her ass off at this point, still with her foot <laughs> planted on the accelerator. <laughs> at which point, the whole truck literally just takes off. And oh. I end up smashing my face into the roof of the car. Oh, wow. And then as she comes kind of back down to terra firma, I just hit the ground with a bang. And uh, for a minute there, I thought there were parts of me that weren't going to get fixed.
0: Oh, that, that sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Fortunately, we're all okay. I'm. I live to tell the tale. I'm still here. Um, she she still finds it hilarious.
0: Oh, um, I can I can see why. I have yeah. to be honest. That does sound like something I would like to have watched.
1: I'm, I'm available for weekends. I can do this kind of stuff all day long.
0: Great. So. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let's book a weekend. let do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, um, I just
1: love throwing myself out the back of Land Rovers. It's great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what are we saying about your third choice?
1: So my third and final choice, this is the big one. It's the 25 grand. So this is budget on the line. Um, it's a bit left field. Okay. But it's, it's a good one. And one, I only really picked it because I've wanted one of these since I was a boy because they're just stupid. I know I, I know I threatened earlier to throw Porsches in every week and I was going to do that today. But for 25 grand, I wasn't really going to get the one I wanted.
0: Okay. So instead,
1: I've gone for a four-liter V8 TVR Tuscan S.
0: Oh, you nutter!
1: Wonderful. They're just cool. There is no one can ever say anything bad about a TVR apart from maybe its reliability and bodywork. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> that would be my point.
1: <laughs> and yeah. everything else, but looks-wise and just all-round king mentalness.
0: Yeah, they are cool.
1: They're they're just every time I see one, I'm like a little kid again. Like yes.
0: Crash, yeah. I mean, Revit. Now, uh, was, that, was that the one with the um, Rover V8? Uh, the TVR proprietary V8. I think it
1: might be the proprietary one. It was a late on, 2002. So it was of the V8. I think the 4.2 was the Rover, which was the previous models, and the Cerbera and the yeah. other ones. Whereas this one, I believe, is their, their own four-litre one.
0: I am just going to have a look on Auto Trader.
1: If anyone wants to correct me, by the way, I, I look forward to it because... My engine knowledge is not as good as many people. Oh so.
0: no, 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 no! I'm just curious. I I'm no, no, I'm just trying to. Um... Oh. I'm a nerd with regards to model years and
1: chassis Indeed. numbers and stuff, but not engines.
0: So Tuscan four liter S. Yeah, yeah, that's a good looking car. That's the ah uh... oh, that was in a film with um... Swordfish. Swordfish, yeah, yeah with uh, Halle Berry and, and John Travolta. John Travolta, yes, very good. Yeah, that's a great looking car. Uh, the thing I love about
1: them is you've got no power... Well, you might have power steering in these, and I'm not sure. But you've got you know, no airbags, the most kind of 1950s-style braking system. It's, you know, they're absolute death traps. Top speed, 195 miles an hour. Brilliant. Literally in a shopping trolley.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's got... Like, the interior is quite nice. Quite? It's, it's mental. Just, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's quite nice, though. Like, it looks nicely put... Well... I love it. Nice, it's nicely designed. It may not be well put put together by some bloke in Norfolk in a shed.
1: I think the best way to describe it is handmade,
0: handmade, handcrafted. Yeah. yeah. So
1: you have to you have to expect the odd thing to not work and the part <laughs> oh, in your hand. <laughs> I mean, to open it, there's no door handles. It's all no. hidden. Everything everything's in the wrong yeah. place. So, so. like to start of the engine, there's a button on the. I think it's on the the console behind the steering wheel.
0: I believe so, yes.
1: To open the door, it's a button in the wing mirror. Yes, it is. It's just mental, because it could be. And they're just, they're just insane. And I think when the new Griffith came out, what, last last year?
0: Before last? God, I think it was last year.
1: I think I saw it at Autosport a couple of years ago. I think when they first unveiled it. And it just, it's a bit too normal. A bit too well thought out. Yes. A bit too, like, yes. let's make a car that actually works. And sometimes that's just not, the, that's not what you want. That's not what they're famous for. It's a company literally called Trevor. Yes,
0: it is. You know,
1: <laughs> you want it to be a little bit dodgy around the edges and not yeah. quite trust it, but you know, eventually he'll get you there.
0: You might. It will. You, I mean, you you might be on the back of an AA truck,
1: facing uh, the wrong way,
0: facing the wrong way, potentially on fire, but you'll get there.
1: <laughs> you know, if you're not driving along thinking at any point this could catch fire and blow me up, are you really Absolutely.
0: driving? I, it it adds to the risk. 195 mile an hour possible electric fire. Yeah. I think it's uh, a strong choice.
1: Yeah, I think it's if, if you're going to have something you want to just only drive on those warm, dry, crisp weekend mornings that you're never going to take out during, during the week, you're never going to use in the winter, that's one of those cars.
0: It would murder you in the rain. Oh yeah, it, it, I mean, it tries
1: in the dry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it it would just be a relentless driver killing machine in the rain, I suspect. But this but, one, I, and I, I'm assuming it's the one you found, which is black.
1: Yeah, two thousand two manual, forty nine thousand five hundred miles on the clock. That's the one. We are looking at the same one. It is
0: lovely. I See have, the only
1: thing I wouldn't I don't I'm not a big fan of is the red interior. Oh really? I'm a bit I'm not I'm not too partial to a red interior.
0: It's it is a little bit Honda Civic. Yeah. Especially again, like
1: it's great, it's the great red
0: car. gator and handbrakes around choice there. It's um yeah, it's a little bit um seventeen year old civic type R wannabe thing going on. But other yeah. than that, I mean it's it's a lovely looking car. Yeah.
1: And I think it's just a bit bit lethal, which is yeah. uh, the Range Rover and the Merc for the sensible bit.
0: So Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm slightly disappointed then with my third choice. Is uh, it a Skoda? No. That's no, fine. it's it's German. Oh, um, it's an estate. It's done no. fifty-two thousand miles. Is it naturally uh, aspirated? Twenty-five grand. Ooh. It is naturally aspirated.
1: Ooh, can I? Can I? Can I guess?
0: Five liters. V ten. Oh yes.
1: I think I know where we're going with this. Oh yes. S M G.
0: Uh yes.
1: Nice. Yes. M5 wagon, by any chance?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's the only way an M5 should come, is as a wagon. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I mean, five five 507 horsepower. The speed's restricted to 155, but I, I can only imagine what figures that would go up to if it was unrestricted. You get a solid 18.8 miles per gallon combined. <laughs> Which... The thing is, when you've got a V10 under the bonnet,
1: do you really care about fuel consumption?
0: Absolutely not.
1: That's what the 535D M-Sports for, with exactly. all the M badges everywhere.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, if you take them all off and line them up, they spell
1: M. Mm. <laughs> well, it just says mm, 5.
0: Yes. Yeah. You
1: know, M5 Touring, is that's, that's the one. It's, that
0: is the one.
1: The biggest tragedy in the automotive world was BMW... Stopped making touring M cars. Oh yeah, and the fact they only made a couple. Like, so where's the M3 wagon? Where have is
0: you it? Seen the? Um... Ah, do you know what? I cannot remember his handle on Instagram.
1: Guy who's made the M4, yeah. The, the new M3 wagon, the new yeah.
0: shit F30, whatever yeah. it
1: is. Yeah, that thing's cool. And you look at it and you go, why didn't they make one properly? Because they would oh, sell. I that know, one. it's such such a pretty car. You think how well. The RS4 is sells how well the C63 estate sells. All of them. I don't get why BMW... I don't, I'm, I'm sure BMW have a very positive and very strong reason why they don't do it. But it just doesn't make sense because they would look so cool. And I, I'm normally an AMG fan over an RS fan and an M fan. But when it comes to wagons... Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: So if, if you're listening and you're interested, uh, the guy's name is Nick. His Instagram handle is sixty three NP, and it is just full of photos of this car. And I, I have no words. It's just modern BMW perfection to me.
1: Have, have you seen it in the flesh yet?
0: I have seen it in the flesh. I haven't yeah, seen so, it with the new bonnet yet.
1: No, I saw it last
0: year. Okay.
1: And the just the, the fa- it, it looks factory. It does absolutely like the, the level. And the attention to detail has gone into it. Yep. It looks like a factory car. It's awesome.
0: It is awesome. And I, if anyone from BMW is listening, I implore you to put it into production.
1: They or definitely Just, are. just
0: any M car wagon needs to happen again. Talk, talk to Nick at sixty-three MP. He'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> they want
1: to go mad. They can make an M4 shooting brake. That, that, yeah. that would do.
0: Oh yes, you know yeah, that that would be genuinely lovely.
1: But yeah, no, that that particular M3 wagon is is incredible. Oh, yes. But yeah, the I think the old E60 M5 Touring that you're talking about is just yeah. again it had a very short-lived V10 that one. It, did. It, was in, it was in the M5 and the M6 for one generation and then taken out, and they've it's now cool. got turbocharged. Yeah. But it's just it's just it's a proper like nuke under the bonnet.
0: Absolutely, absolutely bonkers engine. If you did get it de restricted, there's a solid chance you could be carrying a washing machine in the back of like 170, I reckon. <laughs>
1: Think of I mean, all the wine, you know, wine and cheese. Yeah, fit. All of the wine
0: you could get, you could do a, you could do a booze cruise across to Calais, bring all your booze back and still be doing 170 miles an hour while you do it. Yeah. You'd still be in home in time for the arches. So, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It'd be just brilliant. In fact, I don't think this one is particularly far away. I might go and have a look. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I definitely don't need a V10 in my life right now. Uh, said no one ever. Said no uh, one ever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually a very good point. But,
1: yeah.
0: uh, mate, it's got everything. Absolutely everything. It's got an armrest. So it's... That, does it have a cup holder? Yeah, but it doesn't say cup holders. It very specifically says cup holder.
1: So I think on the, because I'm a nerd, when it comes to these kind of things, I believe the cup holder is in the central, centre console that kind of pops out for the driver. Yes. But I think there is also one at the far... In, on the UK left side by the yep. door pillar that pops out for the passenger.
0: Yes, there is. I'm looking at it now.
1: Cause it's not its not like the 6 Series which doesn't have a front cup holder. It's an optional extra and it's like 200 quid. It's a very nice piece of aluminium that slots into the centre console but also a very expensive waste of time.
0: My God, that's craziness.
1: Yeah. Another but... thing
0: I love about this generation of 5 Series are the seats. Um, yeah. A friend of mine max had a five series wagon i think it was a 520d and uh we i forget where we went but um i was in the passenger seat and i was messing with the seat and it tilts back so far that the seat is basically cradling you yeah you go it's (laughs) loveliest position to be sat in on a long journey
1: Like it was lying in a giant hand.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's just amazing. Now, am I am I right in thinking that this is the M five that had the M button on the steering wheel? Yes, little M in a circle. Yeah, and you push it, and the uh, the seats cuddle you.
1: Yeah. So, nerd factor on the M five is up there with the best of them because you've also got the um, the SMG ferocity. Yes, scale, where you can yeah. change how harsh the gear changes are um, I think they've got adjustable dampness as well, but I could be right
0: I possibly there is yeah. what looks like the very beginnings of an early is it i drive on the b m w s yeah' it's
1: the i drive on that they're one of the first gens to have it, yeah, I think the seven series had it first, then it got inherited in the five six three, so on, so on, so on,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. but um.
1: Yeah, so that, that that little magic M button on the steering wheel basically just tightens everything up, and then yeah, you get those adjustable bolsters. So when you go into a turn, the bolster will like hold you in place. Yeah. And I'm just, I am you down. in the kidney a little bit.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm absolutely fine with that.
1: I've not driven one, but I'd love to know how responsive that is, like how quick it does it, and, if you, and how well you notice it. Yeah. So I've, I've been in a few cars with adaptive seats, and
0: they're they're impressive things. If anyone's listening with one, we would like to have a, uh, we'd like to have a go in it, please. Definitely. Yeah. Um, bring spare tires. Spare tires, definitely, and like make sure it's full when you drop it off with cheese and wine, and cheese and wine, wine as well. Yeah, and um, it may not be returned full. That's <laughs> our that's our disclaimer. I just want yeah. to that out there. Um, but yeah, so that is a twenty twenty five grand car. Quite low mileage. I'm a bit in love, to be honest. Brake horsepower
1: per pound.
0: That is a bargain. Yes. Yeah, I mean, 570 brake horsepower. Do I have a weight on here? Dimensions.
1: Uh, they're, they're probably heavy.
0: I'd put them at 2.2, maybe. No, no, no. They are 45 kilos under two tonne. Oh. Selt. So that, that is not bad. That's rough, roughly 250 horsepower a tonne.
1: I do know a very famous automotive photographer who has one. I'm sure you probably know of him as well. Oh um, yes, who has yes. nothing but problems with his. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> he's not the best salesperson for them. No. but he also looks the absolute nuts. So um... yeah, uh,
0: if if you if you're curious, his name's Mark. He uh, on on Instagram. We'll do Instagram handles. It's is what, Mark Scene Media? Or... Yes, yeah, or Scene Media Mark. I, yeah. I forget which way around it is, yeah. but. Definitely go check out his work as well. It is lovely,
1: and his collection of his current collection of cars is stupid.
0: Ah, uh, yes, yeah, I believe he has a an R thirty four GTR. Yes, uh,
1: yeah. an RX seven. Yes, an M five yeah. touring, and he's just bought a V twelve Mercedes six hundred SEL from Japan.
0: Of course, he has.
1: Yeah, that I think in the process of being imported, and um. That
0: thing is if you, if you
1: try and find a picture of it, it's 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 just incredible. It's eighties like gangster. Oh, brilliant! But with like straight through pipes and um, a massive V twelve in it.
0: <laughs> it's excellent. excellent. Yeah,
1: it was. I think it was like a co- it was it was it was, a, it was a, a tuning company in Japan's press cart. Like there, it was their like demo model for a while. Oh wow! Which made it famous. And he was over there shooting it. I think earlier on this year. Uh-huh. And um, I believe he bought it. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that he, he was buying it and bringing it back over here.
0: I will have a look at that.
1: that if you can find it. a clip of it going through a tunnel, you'd think it was like a Zonda or Hawaii or something going through it. And then it, when this like mid nineties Merc Saloon comes out, it's just even cooler.
0: Oh my lord! <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm I'm going on Instagram right now. So his handle is Mark underscore Scene Media. Um oh christ is it this yeah it could be that it's really nice uh, it doesn't translate well through the medium of a podcast but if you uh if you check out his instagram <laughs> you you'll get a feel for it so i think that's kind of us for our first episode i i've had a really good time we've uh we've recorded like 45 minutes oh wow that's, um, that's impressive yeah, that is impressive. Shouted out a few people, go and check them out. Nick at sixty three NP and Mark Riccioni at Mark underscore scene media. Nick's work with his M3 is fantastic. Mark's work with photography is just one of the best. He is one of the best out there at the moment. He has great hair as well. He, he does he has won awards for it. he's hair.
1: got a magnificent mane, I think is the best way to describe um, him. Uh, part of his power, I believe, with the camera. Is,
0: is it? Yeah. <laughs> is that where I'm going wrong? I, yeah, he's, he's like gonna... Samson. Uh, <laughs> he just... <laughs> I am on Sprite underscore photography. James is on Well Driven. Is that right? Just it is indeed, yeah. Instagram. Well driven. Well driven. All one word. Yeah. Indeed.
1: And if you if you do want to check out the blog itself, it's welldriven.eu.
0: It is. It's a great blog. I highly recommend it.
1: And uh, if you you go on there at the moment, I think on the front page is some photographs taken by you. Yes, yeah. On the homepage, highly
0: likely. A Um, very very
1: understated and subtle role. Yes, of
0: course. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So hopefully, if you're listening, you've enjoyed this, um, because I think we're going to do more. Yeah. Drop something.
1: I feel if you haven't enjoyed it, it will get better.
0: It might not. So
1: I'm, I'm just. Yeah,
0: you know, some sells me the crap out of this. I'm, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a work in progress. It's, yeah. So let's let's definitely say it's gonna get better. I will fix my creaky seat. I promise. I will because... fix my creaky dog. Um, yeah. Until next time. Thanks very much for listening. And yeah, catch you soon. Yeah. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. All right. I'm gonna stop recording. Cool.